Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is your weekly source of gaming news, questions, and impressions from minimap.com.au. Uh, over there with the vacant smile is Jeremy Bratitic. Hello. <laughs> and in the I've sunny bedroom in June Williams. <laughs> Good morning. I've got my camera zoomed all the way in on my face, so I look way bigger than everybody else. It looks really silly. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we're, we're, still, we're still not doing video podcasts, but Jeremy's got Fandangle. Well, he's got an old camera, but he's hooked it into his computer and uh, and he looks very fancy. But he also depth is very... Depth of field, yo. Be- you, what? I said depth of field, yo. Oh, I thought you said depth of audio. I'm like, no, that's not how cameras work. <laughs> <laughs> How's everyone's week been? Busy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Not busy, that's for sure. <laughs> How uh, how's everyone feeling about being in the second half of 2021 as of this morning? How dare oh, you? Jesus. <laughs> so fucked how up, how isn't very it? dare you. <laughs> it's so weird. That have, like, did you say that um I think it was a, a tweet or something and it was like the guy like blinking and it was like, well, for me, it'd be like 2025 20, and then like the next one's like 2020 happens and then it's like 27 years old. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> but, like people that are like, people that are 29 are now like, people that are, yeah, 29 are like 31. Like, like it just feels like you miss like an entire year of your life in the middle of it. Yep. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you're right. That blinking white guy is from Giant Bomb. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was funny because that the video that that was in was like from years before. Like that GIF became a meme, and then like <laughs> one of the Giant Bomb cast episodes was just like him going on being like, "I became a meme," and then he, he used it for charity, which was great. He like started fundraising, which is, which is good because Drew's a good guy. Um, but yeah, like that video is like thirteen years old or something. It's like a really old one. <laughs> That's funny. It's interesting. It's a good quality. Why, I wonder why. Yeah. Why um why that of all things from thirteen years ago? Yeah. Mm. Well, so like I, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that GIF had been used inside of the Giant Bump community for a bit as just like a like a reaction GIF, but then like yeah, and then mm. it and then it it, it then spread right. into the the mainstream. Yeah. Reminds me of that um of that that guy on the street who like taps his head and like raises his eyebrows at the camera, like you know like to think smart that's just that's some like really independent like student like some some people were making some like student sketch show in their spare time in the uk or something for that one it was just this random character this random person made up uh anyway games right um this is the podcast for minimap.com.au where we uh post a bunch of podcasts and occasionally the written word um you can find this podcast uh where we'll talk about what we've been playing and uh we'll talk about weekly questions and news that happens and e3s that happen definitely only once a year uh, and you can also find our other podcasts like uh, the Game Spoilers podcast and uh, the Pecking Order, where one is a game club and the other is a kissability ranking in pop culture podcast. I'll let you figure out which one is which. Um, so, yeah, you can head over there if you want to find more of our stuff You can or podcast services. 
if you want to support us, you can give this show a positive rating um, on your service of choice uh, or any of the other podcasts if you like them as well. Um, you can also, if you feel like it, go to patreon.com slash minimapau for an opportunity to support us monetarily. There's a few benefits there. Uh, and it would really appreciate, it would really help us out. We'd appreciate it. Uh, but it's no big deal if that's, uh, not on the cards. We understand. Um, thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D improv from the YouTube channel for the music for the minimap cast. Uh, you can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. Uh, I think You know what I like about you, Kerry? Tell me. You never do the same intro twice. Sure don't, do I? Never. You know, I like I, you know I th- this time I think the thing that I focused on the most was you went like uh, some podcast and then the occasional written word, um, <laughs> which is very funny. Honestly, that 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 intro felt very smooth. If I had to, if I had to write one down, like transcribe ones to to replicate, it, it might be that one. That felt that felt good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I remember I wrote down like a vague structure like ages ago. It's literally like four lines in the doc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I have to say a lot more than four lines for the intro. Yeah, I know. I like how you, you, you got like a third of a way through the, like the intro and oh, I got this. Yeah. Yeah. I should really just write the whole thing down. Anyway, I'm, I might actually transcribe that one. I like that one. I like talking about the written word. Um, <laughs> it's been a light week. Um yeah, but we still been. played a few things uh, online and stuff like that. Um, I'm g- I'm going to start us off by talking about the same thing we've spoken about the last three or four episodes now, which is Ratchet and Clank, mm-hmm. um, because since the last episode and now I have finished the game uh, and almost come fully back around on where I was last week in challenge mode. Um, yeah, challenge mode kind of goes, doesn't it? <laughs> it it does go because you're not you're not worried about. You know where the bolts are, and you don't have to go for all of them. And oh, Sk- I do. Skipping cutscenes? The- I haven't been skipping the cutscenes, no. I've, I've been playing it because Sam was writing essays when I played it through the first time, so I'm playing it through again so that Sam can see some of it. Like, we were both laughing at um at the junk bot in, um, in the under- underwater station that's uh, chasing after Juice. Who mm-hmm. says so many silly things and just gives everyone nicknames and it's very funny. Yeah, um, yeah, that robot's fun. Yeah, just lots of silly things. Like the, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll leave. I don't know. I won't get into specifics. But point being, the reason I'm bringing it up again, 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 um, having finished the game and seen the whole story arc and seen all the weapons, this game is an absolute triumph. It's fan fucking tastic. It's good enough to the point where, like, I want to start lending my PS5 to people for them to play it. <laughs> like, I want to be like, I want to talk about this with you. Like, here, just take it. You're going to have so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, I use my PS5 every night for, like, the for our projectors to watch YouTube and stuff like that. But I I just, it's still, like, it's it's almost a compulsion. I just want to spread the ratchet word. It's um It's really weird. But it's that good. Yeah, like like I have the same feelings of like when I first started playing Ratchet and Clank, I was playing with my dad, um, ages and ages ages ago when we first got our PS2, and like w- w- him and I would like 
like sort of like not like not like race each other, but like taking in turns. And this is when we mm. were both still getting like joystick dexterity. Like I like I wasn't good at the game, and like he like is still has trouble. Like I mean, he's better now, but like every now and again, he'll have trouble using both sticks at the same time. For example, um, but you were like uh, on an even footing back then. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he beat Ratchet and Clank three way before I did. Um, he 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 was better at that game than I was. Um, and. I every night like whenever I talk to him over the phone like every few days um I will just be like I like next time next time I'm having dinner at yours I'm bringing the PS5 and like we're gonna play through this for a bit because like you need to see what this game is like now and he's like Mm -hmm. okay um and he's like every now and again he'll bring it up to me like I saw a trailer for the new Ratchet and Clank it looks really good like not knowing that like it's out or like not knowing that like I got to play it like early and stuff I was like oh no I've played it he goes oh really like how is it I'm like it's really good you'll really like it it's like the old ones it's like the old ones yeah (laughs) but new Mm. um yeah I think when having when I finish the game I think it's one of the best endings a Ratchet game has had in a long time um because i feel with the the endings of uh tools of destruction and crack in time i both found underwhelming in different ways um not drastically but you know that i kind of can't help it the way a game finishes really colors the way i feel about a game for example like wolfenstein for example um like that's that i really dislike the, the end of that ending game ending for the sickest game it just it just really burns me up. I do not like the ending of that game, but we've been over that before. Um, but yeah, the ending of this one ends kind of somberly, um, and then yeah, like you time, finish the the boss fight, which I remember being a bit like fine, you know, with the Kragmites, yeah, yeah, but yeah, then they fine. like take Clank away, and it's like what? Mm. <laughs> and um, Crack in Time is really, really bitter sweet, like kind of not even yeah. sweet like it's it's quite a sad ending um but this game is very excellent like it it, it it's excellent in, in a way that really elevates the rest of the series the, the rest of the game behind it and the series um but yeah i i just i I can't get over it. I just, I just want to keep playing it every night. I'm like, I'm sitting there thinking about what I want to play. I'm like, oh, I could play Ratchet or I could do something else. And then I look at my library. I'm like, no, nah, I'm going to play Ratchet. And then I play Ratchet for like an hour and a half or two or three. <laughs> it's yep. just that good. Um, seriously, anyone who gets a PS5 or has one and is on the fence about it, don't be. Just get it. It's so good. It's so good. I mean, especially if you've got like someone younger in, in your life who might be watching or you're wondering about a game to get someone who's a bit younger. It's a slam dunk. It's so good. The end. Yeah. Is it? Is it? All right. How do you rank it amongst PS5 Us. games? <laughs> um. So what are we talking about? We're we talking Spider Man because that's a PS. This is the best game just- on PS5. Uh, return. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the best game on PS5 for sure. Demon Souls has that un unrefined Souls edge to it. It's gorgeous, yeah. but it's yeah. still no, like it's, the first Souls game. It, it it sure is. Yeah. And Miles is on PS4, and it's also like the 1.5 to one, which honestly I think is paced better and feels a bit better than Miles overall. 
Um, yeah, and same. everything else is kind of multi-platform, isn't it? Like, there's not that many other like Returnal. There's not that many other exclusives, and this beats better than the, God everything of War. else. Is it better than God of War? I think it's more enjoyable than God of War. I, th- I think part of it is because um, the pacing is. And, and, you know, I, we've spoken about pacing before, and that's why, you know, Uncharted 2 is my favorite, and Uncharted 4 is great, but it's a little long in the tooth, which kind of hurts a little bit in terms of its pacing. Um, God of War is so long. So is many... It be- what? Is it better than Final Fantasy VII? Oh. <laughs> I was oh. building up to it. You knew I was building up to it, right? Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Jeremy? <laughs> um, I don't think so, but it's fucking close. Oh, it it might be. It might. It's I enjoy seven close. so. Pardon? It's real fucking close. It's so close because I enjoy seven so much, and yeah. for so much of the game, which is like thirty to forty hours, and then in hard mode, like I really enjoy that game, but I do have issues with it. Yeah. Um. I, 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 there's like, there's next to nothing I can ding Ratchet for. I don't know what I would ding it for. Like, I, I would only ding it for boss variation. Yeah, the weapon variety. No, sorry, the enemy variety in general is a little low. There's like four yeah. factions that you face on every planet. Yeah, but, but I mean, even like, especially like the bosses, it's like the same, like, couple of, like, there's like three different bosses that you basically fight throughout most of the game. Um, yeah, I mean, I see that as the same point same side of that coin right yeah uh yeah i don't know it's clearly not a big issue for me that's a really hard question though i i think it'll be interesting i think i'll go back and play a bit more integrate after this um if i don't give my ps5 to someone to play ratchet but (laughs) um it's it's mighty close yeah 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 got the rhino yet yeah it's fun yeah it's a bit broken Strong. yeah <laughs> like it kind of it kind of doesn't work half the time <laughs> yeah um there's a so if when you get when you get all those bolts you get like cheats in the game um there's an yeah. unlimited ammo cheat which i turned yeah. on um and so i'm just like holding down the trigger <laughs> no wonder your challenge mode playthrough went so fast uh, I didn't get it until the end of my challenge mode playthrough because I had to go oh, through right. all of them to get the bolts because it's like the it's like the second last cheat or whatever. Yeah, I I got um, that in my first playthrough. Oh really? Oh right, okay. Yeah, like I I didn't I didn't do any collectibles hunting until I went to my challenge mode, um, or any major collectibles hunting. If I saw it, I'd go and get it, but I I didn't go out of my way. Yeah. Well, I would love to play it. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> Honestly, a PS4 like, size hole on my on my counter right here, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, we'll, we 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 should talk about your schedule because I really am legitimately considering just lending it to you. <laughs> Please, I don't like if if I like had it, it would take me like I don't know a day, two days, and I'd have it back to you. So you, you, you would like do it in two days. Deal. Uh, so aside from that, we've been playing a. <laughs> been playing a few multiplayer games. Jeremy and Ollie and I had a big multiplayer session, but that was kind of based off what we spoke about last week. Um, turns out Halo's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. But something, some other things we played, we played <laughs> a couple of things on Game Pass. So we played 
Worms Rumble. <laughs> which is the newest Worms game that came out last year, I want to say. Um, it so. was like the first PS5, PS Plus game they gave away. Uh, it's on Game Pass. What? Was it? Yeah, it was. No. That game. Yeah. I don't know, but I would have added it. No, the first one they gave out was something else. It was either it was either the first or the second, but it was November or December, I'm telling you. Right, okay. Um keep going. This game is weird. So as opposed how to classic differ worm, from Yeah, how's it differ from normal worms? So like worms like 2D worms is turn based and you've got mm. like a team and they've each got access to items and you've got a pardon me you've got to you've got to shoot your items and they go into the wind and the w- level rises and you got to wipe out the team but it's turn by turn by turn yes Jeremy first one was bug snacks yes second one don't know <laughs> continue uh uh, um so <laughs> worms uh rumble is different because it's real time uh 2d but it's what some people would say is 2.5d which we all know doesn't exist it's it's a 2d game made with 3d assets um it's got a battle royale so like that's what it so it's like <laughs> you put the head in the hands it's it's got like you got like 12 worms, weapons you pick them up on the ground royale. <laughs> it's because it's real time you, you kind of like roll around jump around and pick stuff up at the same time and but it's not it's it's fine it's f- fine it's Are you gonna play it again? Ten. no Arr. like let me let me pull up the message that like ollie was the one who was most keen to start it up i think um let me pull up the message he sent the like the next day after we played um just quickly. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> like we, we played it for a bit and then I like, I got about like, <laughs> I want to say six or seven games in yeah. and I was like, okay. And I've like we were about- struggling to find players too with like Xbox crossplay <laughs> enabled. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I sort of piped up. I was like, okay, I got one more in me before I just want to play something else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't even like, oh, I'm done. I'm just like, no, nah, like I, I want st- to still play games. I just don't want to play this. <laughs> so Ollie said the next day, will anyone dispute me saying, quote, yeah, we're never playing Worms Rumble again. <laughs> <laughs> Byron said, oh, no. And Ollie said, no, 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 nothing like that. But the vibe I got definitely makes me think I don't need to keep it installed. Yeah. <laughs> to yeah. which Jeremy said, I think that's a fair assumption. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have it installed, but. That's because you don't uninstall anything. That's that's it's, a different it's problem. True. It's true. Um, Yes, like if you're gonna play a Worms game, play literally any other game. Or well, that's the well. Okay, on Game Pass is Worms WMD, which was the latest 2D traditional Worms game on Game Pass. If you're gonna download a Worms game on Game Pass, make it that one. Don't play this one. Like it's not that it's bad. If you're looking for something to do, and if you like battle royales just intrinsically, this one's fine. It's it's fine it's not bad it's just okay there are just other things i want to do with my time um we won a couple of matches which was 
fun and silly. I don't know. Uh, the voices are silly. Uh, you know, characters are fun. It made me want to play the other worst games. <laughs> uh, yeah, there wasn't there wasn't much something. to it. The yeah, map was kind of, neat. Well, sorry. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It, it floored me that it was meant to be a next gen title. You know, they were like, "Oh, it's got a PS5 version, then an Xbox Series X version." Could run on the Switch. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, we also played Deep Rock Galactic. Um, do you know much about this game, Jim? No. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to go through this one? Sure. So it's like a cooperative, um, like dungeon-based, like uh, gather resources and and defeat enemies sort of game. Mostly gathering resources. Um, you are you are dwarves, and you hop in a spaceship, and the spaceships plummet you into a planet, and then you have to mine for specific resources as part of your goal for the mission. Um, and it's uh, most of the game is like managing the resources that you have that are not the ones you're looking for, which are things like, you know, you've only got a limited amount of grenades and only a limited amount of like, uh, like uh, health packs or revives. I think I think is a thing that you can have a limited amount of in the game if you pump up the difficulties, um, and like ammunition and stuff. And and as you go through, you realize that that like the, each uh, each level you're in has got like a ton of like awful looking alien bugs that I so many bugs didn't know this game was about <laughs> spiders but as it turns out this game's about spiders um and spiders are big and spiders they come at you fast from the ceilings and the walls and the floor um yeah. and scare the fucking shit out of you sometimes um and yeah then like after after you've gathered everything um you then got to escape and basically you call down the drop pod and then like it's just like hey you better run for that fucking thing because the moment you call in that drop pod, like bugs are just going to come out the fucking wazoo. And so you got to run <laughs> as fast as you can and make sure that you try not die and get back to the ship and escape with your materials. And then, and then, then you go back to your like home base and then you can upgrade your stuff and go on more missions. Um, I like this concept. It It's good. It's, it's, it's got a, it's got a good level of simplicity to it. Um, like there's, there's good level, like it looks like there's a pretty good level of progression, um, there's a lot of different things you can upgrade. You've got different weapons and there's, there's, there's different classes. There's like a, there's a gunner class and there's a miner class and a scout and an engineer. Um, the engineer gets to like build little turrets and stuff. And, you know, it's like the, the gunner, I think has got some really strong lights or which one had the really strong lights. Was that gunner? Uh, yeah. One of them's got good lighting, which is good because your flares are limited and, um, not that bright and. Um, yeah, there's one that creates platforms and it's got a zip line. And there's others that's got like drill fists and yeah, mm. yeah. Like cool. They've all got their strengths and their weaknesses, um, which is fun. Um, and it's it's uh, cooperative and um, and it's it's also very it, it's it's pretty lighthearted. It's quite silly. Like it's got a it's got a fairly distinct art style. It's like a it's not low poly, but it's like fewer poly than like just what you would expect for like it. it, it it's stylized. It's it's kind of it's blocky in some ways, um, mm. but it's not it's not a like a, a block game. It's not it's not voxels or anything. Um, 
and you can press a button just to shout and raise your pickaxe, which is funny um, because Rock that's what and stone. Do. Yeah, you just like rock and roll, and it's like you just there, like waiting to like leave the base, just like spamming the yell button, which is which is really funny. Um, yeah, it's it's it, it's good fun. Um, it's drop in, drop out co op. Um, character levels as well as account levels, so you can like say you want to play with someone new and then you could just play with a class that you haven't played before and then you'll be able to level one again. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty fun. What did you think, Eric? Uh, it was really good. It gives me sort of left for dead vibes in an interesting way. Um, sort of, you know, the hordes of spiders and the, um, the, it, it's different in a lot of ways, but it gives me, it gives me that similar multiplayer feeling. Um, mechanically it's quite different, but, uh, it's it's really fun and you know you it's qu- kind of quiet at the start and you're walking around and some sometimes you fall into a big hole and it's like oh shit i need someone to come and get me and um and you're looking around it's got this really cool map system as well where like you hold shift and it shows you this like 3d line scan representation of the area you're in like a you know, like sees through the walls and stuff like that it's really neat um but yeah, no, it was really fun. Like we just kind of, we were just happy to sort of just put some hours into it the other day. It was really good. Um, and you know, there's silly things you can do in the. I, I find the the hub world is really difficult to parse in terms of what stations are available to you. What what's a station? What's scene setting? Like, there's so many. Like all of the like stations you go to are so brightly colored. Like this whole area is like neon bright. Everything is bright. So I wasn't sure what was the screen and what was like cosmetic and I uh, wasn't sure which one did what. But, you know, once you get familiar with it, it's OK. It's just rough for newcomers. But there's like a jukebox and then they all start doing silly dance motions and and you can kick a barrel into a ring or kick a barrel into the like um, blast door for the for the ship. And then the announcer is just like, we've noticed there's some debris blocking the way for the, the drill ship. Can you stop kicking barrels around please um <laughs> they're really passive about it yeah but it's 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 great fun it's good there's a lot of there are times where like it's <laughs> something we haven't mentioned is um so you can only hold like a really small amount of resources um especially in comparison to your goal say if you need 20 gold you can only hold like four um but what <laughs> so what you what you get instead so obviously you have to you, you land in the in the drill pod you all leave, um, and then the drill pod puts out uh, uh, the mule, uh, which is a, a little, <laughs> basically, storage canister on four little legs, which just kind of goes... <laughs> and all the, dwarves, uh, all the dwarves call it Molly. Um, yeah. And there's, like, tooltips that say, note, calling the mule, which is, like, m.u.l.e. I don't know what it stands for calling the mule molly has no increase of effectiveness please refrain from doing this and all of the all of the dwarves are just saying where's molly (laughs) um and so molly follows you around and then when molly has when you've deposited all of the resources for the mission in molly molly then gets a uh a cold drop pod button and then as soon as you hit that molly starts walking back the way you came towards where the drill pod is going to re-land. Sometimes the drill pod lands somewhere totally different to where you started. Um, and so Molly starts walking back and leaving like exit signs and you usually have five minutes and the hordes start coming. 
And then when you get back, when Mo when Molly gets back to the dropship, it gets like tractor beamed in. And then as soon as Molly's secured, then your door opens, and then and then it's time for you to leave. But we had times where Jeremy and I would like get there first, or or like Jeremy and Ollie would get there first. And the other person was like, "I'm trying to get there," and the other two are fending off gigantic fucking armor monsters, and they've got <laughs> the spitting acid, and there's eighteen other like little guys coming in, and they're like, "Oh my god, hurry up!" <laughs> But it's good. Do you reckon you'll play it it's again? Good. I reckon so. I think so. I, I, I want to see what the deeper progression is because there, there's a bunch of stuff where it's like, oh, play more to unlock this. Um, I feel like without, I don't necessarily know if I want to turn this into a very difficult game by just bumping up the difficulty the whole time, but it would be cool if it was more complex than what we played soon. I know we were pretty early. We only played two or three hours, but a um, little more complexity towards towards the, the next playthrough, I think, would help a bit. Cool. Uh, yeah, and then the other thing we've been playing uh, yesterday, the Apex Genesis event started. Um, yes, we're going to talk about Apex again. Uh the what this means is that you know there's it's another collection event where they come out with 24 skins that are impossibly expensive to unlock and buy um but they also have uh and that you know that they give it revenant uh his heirloom now which is cool it's like scythe um yeah it's also really big it's huge it's like yeah. giant grim reaper scythe and revenant who already looks fucking terrifying is just chasing around with the scythe yeah um but what they've introduced, the one I get when I get my heirloom box. That's the one you're going to get? I reckon, yeah. You do play Rev a bit. You want to get the, the Bloodhound? I like it, but that scythe is just so fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would... I would. I don't like Caustic's hammer that much. Like, it's like a gas hammer. I don't know. Yeah. Doesn't do yeah, it for me. Anyway. Um, they've introduced limited time maps to the game, though. The maps being the very original King's Canyon from like season zero so no leviathans walking around the map skull towns there relays untouched uh artillery is the north point of the map there's no blown up ship behind it uh the slums are there on the on the left and um bridges is back like all of these like walking around this area is like this area has changed so drastically over the last two years like it's unrecognizable. And then you finally get to an area that hasn't been touched and is, and is adjacent to an area that looks absolutely entirely like terraformed now. And you come to this now familiar area and you're like, oh my God, where did I just come from? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. it's really weird being back there. It's so fun though. The, the map, I would say it doesn't work as well as some of the newer ones, <laughs> which is no. the whole point. They, they, they have improved it since then. Um. Like, there are areas where there's just nothing around. <laughs> like, there's nothing around. There's nothing... Like, some areas where you just walk and there's, like, no loot and and no one's nearby. And so you just kind of run through, like, this burnt forest or something like that. Um, they also introduced the uh, Season 3, so the very original World's Edge map, before the uh, Harvester arrived and sort of added cracks in the ground and broke the city in half and 
the train is running and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I didn't get to play too much on World's Edge. But uh, Jeremy, what do you think of the event so far? Um, I only I only got a, a couple games in because I had to go to work. Um, because I had to go to work. But it's um, yeah, like it like you know the event skins like they look cool and stuff. But like you know, I'm only gonna remember to get like one or two maybe depending on the yeah. boxes. Um. Uh, yeah, like it's 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 fun to be back in that in that map. Um. I I played two games. One game I died very briefly. Um, uh, very quickly rather. And the second game I played, I won, um, which was good fun because I was playing with these two New Zealand dudes who were talking about, um, like their relationship issues and like, you know, like the, the girl <laughs> that this guy was in love with and like, but oh like God. she had a boyfriend, but she was like, you know, going up to him being like, oh, you know, like, I've, you know, I, I, you know, any guy would be lucky to have you. And he's like being really conflicted oh. about that stuff. And it was like, oh man, he was talking about how he, he wasn't sure if he wanted to bring it up to her or not. And, um, the guy's like, look, man, you sort of got to do like whatever you got to do and, you know, figure out, you know, if, if you want to like, you know, potentially make it awkward for you going forward or you want to not. Um, and then halfway through the conversation, they were like, Hey, Obi-Wan Jizz, you enjoying listening to our conversation, bro? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is really interesting. He's like, okay, cool, man. Um, and then they went back to going for what they were talking about. Um, uh, for a good long while, um, and like they spent most of the game honestly talking about this this guy's issues, um, and you know I I hope he's doing good wherever he is. Um, and then right there, uh, and then yeah, right. And then I died, and then they grabbed my banner, and they were like, "Hang on, I'm gonna go revive him over here." And they're like in the middle of a fight, and it was, and the other guy <laughs> was like, yeah, but he, and the, yeah, right. And the other guy was like, "Yeah, but he doesn't have any weapons." And I responded, "I have my fists." And he goes, "Yeah, don't worry. This bro, hey, this bro is ready to go. He's got his fists." And so, like, I, I got dropped in, um, and I like I then we started fighting for a bit more, and then we got into the final, like it was like the final two teams, us and this other team, which had way better gear than we did, um, and we we're in the middle of like that burnt forest area, um. And I got killed again, and so did one of my other teammates, but they got revived, but I got like proper dead. And so revived him, grabbed my banner, ran to the complete other side, revived me, the line was incoming in, and it was going in as as I was getting um, uh, respawned back into the game. Um, and so I was down before I even hit the ground because um, like of how strong the line is at that point. But I was right next to the line, so I walked in, and so I was I was down, but I was inside the good zone. And so he like ran over to me being like, well, like, did you get shot or was it the line? I was like, oh, it was the line. He was like, okay, cool. And so he brings you back up and we ended up winning, um, which was really great. Um, and then like after they, after they won, they were like, yeah, GG is pro GG. And I was like, yeah, GG. And he was like, yeah, so like, I don't, really don't know what I'm going to do. You know, like it's, it's a really <laughs> tough situation. And like just immediately went back into it. And I was like, oh, I missed Apex. Um, so yeah, that was imagine that, having a conversation like that over live chat, over right? open comms, and you know right? strangers are going to be a part of it. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, I, I'm 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 enjoying the the current Apex event. Is the long enjoyed of it? Yes. <laughs> uh, Ollie and I had a round. We we had we didn't win. We came close a couple of times. Um, but we had a round where we were in we were south. Just above Thunderdome, where Octane's arena currently is, or normally is rather, um, that air, that whole area is so different now. Um, but there's there's a there's a small little cluster of buildings, yet yeah, north of Thunderdome, that looks towards artillery. 
but a lot there's there's no sight lines from there. There's like I I heard fighting and I had a crabber and I'm looking around and there's trees everywhere and there's can and there's like rocks and mountains that that I'm not used to existing. I couldn't see anything. <laughs> so there's fighting close by and it just didn't mm. I couldn't I couldn't do anything because like it was just shit in the way everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't see anything from that position. It's no wonder they nuked it. Um but yeah, no, it was just so fascinating. Like I remember running up to an area and then I'm like, oh, wait, hang on. On the other side of these buildings is just, I don't know what it's like on the other side of these buildings anymore. I'm used to there being a whole facility here, but now it's just a hill. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to fight here. Um, and you know, it's the kind of thing we've been asking for, for months. You know, it's the kind of thing I've been saying, I would absolutely love if they did this. Absolutely love it. Um, and here it is. I'm pretty stoked. Um, I'm excited to play more um, over the next over the next week or two. Um, mm, Jeremy, do you yeah, know how long too. it's around for? Is it a week? Or, or? No, I didn't check. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Apex continues to be great. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it does. I I didn't play anything this fortnight, but I did buy the next game in the dark. What is it called? The um, Men of Medan trilogy. Oh, the Dark um, Pictures Anthology? Yeah. Well, I don't remember which the second what the second game's called. Obviously, it mustn't be very good. Um, so I'll is, play is that, that this week. And I'll, little Hope. Yeah, Little Hope. Yeah. So we're going to play that this week as a house, and um, I'll let you know how that is. Oh, good luck. I didn't know it was. Dad, I didn't even know it was out. <laughs> it's been out for ages. It was in, like, the bargain bin. So. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those games had such, such promise. Yeah, like such so potential. Uh huh. It's coming straight off of Until Dawn. I still remember that that half of Man of Medan we played, like at Jeremy's house with like six people. It was fun playing it all together, but none of us ever felt really that compelled to go back and do more. And June yeah. became so angry at the game that it was just never going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I finished. I finished it with my housemates. Like, some of it, I didn't finish yeah. that game, but like, it's not. wasn't. I didn't enjoy it at all, and mm. I would not play it again. Wow. And I shouldn't Is have Sean Ashmore in this one as well? I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. That was that was the biggest draw card for Man of the Dawn too. Was a uh, Ice Man. <laughs> ice Man. <laughs> Animorphs Man. <laughs> Animorphs, oh my god. Wait, hang on. No, but here's You're, the thing, Kerry. Is 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 Sean Ashmore Iceman or is Bobby Ashmore Iceman? I know, you know there's twins, but what yeah. like only one of them's an actor. No, they're both actors, isn't they? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, they're they're both actors. You've so, got to so, be absolutely fucking kidding me. So Bobby Ashmore is in Killjoys. Yeah, I thought the other one just did, I don't know, engineering or... Wait, is it Bobby or is it Aaron? Waste management, I don't know. <laughs> Hang on. Bobby is the name of Iceman. Oh, right, that's where I'm getting mistaken. Anyway, uh, Aaron Ashmore is in Killjoys, and his brother, Sean Ashmore... Is in everything is, else. Yeah, is in Iceman... Um, is in Iceman. X-Men. Is, X-Men. is in X-Men. Um, and uh, right, uh, 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 and is 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 man of Medan and 
uh, Quantum Break, dude. Okay. Yeah, Can so... you please scroll down and see that it was shown in Animorphs, please? Uh, it was Aaron in Animorphs. Are you kidding me? It was the it was the other Ashmore. Are you kidding? It was Brother Ashmore. Oh, that's rocking my world. Wow. Wait, no, it was both of them in 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 Animorphs. Wait, hang on a minute. Yes. Wait, 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 wait. That's so good. They might they might have used his brother as a cut in when when Sean wasn't wasn't Sean wasn't there. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, that yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. So it says here television. Sean Ashmore was the lead for Animorphs. However, Aaron Ashmore was Jake's double in one episode, <laughs> uncredited. Wow. He might have only been in a, in a scene or two. Um, uncredited? Yeah. That's Why would they not credit that? I guess that's a whole thing. As soon as they credit him, they'd have to pay him a thing and something, something, yeah. something. Yeah, Which is kind of exploitative, but kind of cool. It's pretty common, yeah. That's so funny. There you go. Oh, well. What's Aaron Ashmore up to these days? Aaron Ashmore is uh, in a single episode of the TV show Private Eyes, which is a Canadian comedy television series, um, and was in Lock and Key, which is at least uh, popular. <laughs> Just like Aaron. <laughs> yeah. That must be so weird, though, like to be the identical twin of someone who works in the same industry as you, but is like. Not nearly the, as popular as you, as your brother. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you, you know about Tom Hanks' brother, right? No. Oh, my God. All right, so so Tom Hanks' this? brother, Jim Hanks, which sounds like a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim Hanks is the guy who that who Disney get to voice Woody whenever Tom Hanks costs too much money. Um so Kingdom as Hearts. Woody, yes, yes, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the Lego games, uh Disney Infinity games, Connect Rush, Connect Disneyland Adventures. Um he's in the 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 Toy Story theme parks. Um and, Imagine and as making well as a like, living off of sounding similar to your very famous brother. Yes, your extremely <laughs> famous brother, Tom Hanks. Um, That's a good I, like, I wouldn't mind that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is pretty good. Um, I didn't. There, there, are, there, are, many, there are many brother Hanks. <laughs> and then Tom Hanks' son is the one who's in Fargo season one, right? Uh Colin Hanks. Yeah. Um, yes. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's he's actually made a made a pretty good name for himself. He's in like uh, Mad Men as well. Yeah. Um. He he's he's a pretty good actor. He's in King yeah. Hong, King Kong. I think. I thought you were gonna say Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Plays Woody's uh, son, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Right. So that's what we've been playing this week. Uh, we're gonna have a quick break. Um. This question is a thinker. So have a think. Which is what I say when I outro into the break, but we're not doing that yet because we haven't said what the question is. Hey, June, what's the question? Uh, is there a game series that you want to and have tried to get into but can't? Hmm. I was thinking about this in the shower, and I'm still. I know there's. I know I have an answer for this, but it is eluding me. You have to. Everyone has an answer to this. Yeah. Right. Like there's just this is something. Have a think, everyone. We will too. 
and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Minnacast. While learning about the meaning of kibosh, we were also thinking about the answer to the question for the week. Jude, what is the question? Is there a game series that you want to and have tried to get into but can't? Mm. I, I I have like middling answers. Like I was saying while we were thinking about this that I feel like there's one lurking in there that's like the obvious answer for me. The like, of course, why didn't you think of this? Like I'm going to think of it that's tomorrow. And yeah, you'll think about it in the shower tonight and hate yourself for it. Just like... So angry, um, but who is who wants to go first? Monster Hunter. Oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's my answer as well. Yeah, that's a good I, one. Yeah, I just can't get into it. It makes me really sad because, like, when the DS one was out, like, all my friends were playing it all the time mm-hmm. at parties and stuff. And, like, this is definitely not for lack of trying because mm. I own at least three Monster Hunter games and yeah. I, I just can't. I just can't get into it. And, like, even when, um, what's the most recent one, Five or whatever? Rise. Rise. Um, when that came out, my housemate was playing it, and she was like, you shouldn't buy this game, and I don't want to tell you this, but you can ride the dogs. Fuck! <laughs> How could they do this to me? Um, but I haven't bought it yet. Yet. I think that's yeah. a good decision. Yeah, I know. And as as also the person that frequently just buys everything, I, I had to make that executive decision for myself to just not buy it. Um, yeah. And my housemate got it. And so, well, two of my housemates actually got it. And so I, I got to watch them play it a, a, a bit. And two reasons. I came to the conclusion for myself that, no, I actually don't, I, I won't enjoy this game. And they also came to that conclusion uh, for me as well by saying, yeah, you shouldn't buy this game. You're not going to enjoy it. I know the kind of games you like. You're not going to have a good time. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that we had both come to this decision at the same time to know that I'm just not going to get into Monster Hunter games. But the monsters are so cool. The design is so cool. And I like, you know, working towards something. And And the co-op. Co-op. And I like planning. Yeah. Why? What is it about it that just doesn't... I don't actually know. I actually don't like the design of the world. Neither I, do I. I. I don't like the like the, the character designs and I don't like the armor designs really. And I think the... Like, I think the, the feedback on the monsters is weird because you're sort of whacking them and you're... Like, it'll... Say you've got, like, a really big axe and you whack a monster, it'll, like slow down on the hit and like whack it and then the the axles sort of go half through them a little bit and then hit the ground and then you'll be wind up again but the monster won't like react to yeah. that hit in a way yeah. that's like yeah. u- how usual games work yeah i find um, the combat really unsatisfying yeah sorry Jean. but you know that everything i i can kind of understand that when you know that you're in this big world and all the monsters are there all the time sure know? um yeah, no, but I, I think when I was playing uh, World, Monster Hunter World, mm. um, I really, yeah, it was really the reminder. It's like, I don't actually want to be in this universe. Like, it's not, yeah. it, nothing excites me about it, really. Yeah, yeah. 
there's a weird like not mismatch because obviously that's that's how this game works but like the the tech in this game is really interesting because it's like it's kind of like old-fashioned like you know big wooden structures and you know you've got a big blast furnace but you've also got airships and you've got like you know grappling hooks and stuff like that and like very heavy machinery um and there's something about that very specific um technology like not era because it never existed but it's, like it's that, like, like steampunk that, adjacent kind of yeah, like yeah. Wooden, wooden steampunk yeah which puts me off almost immediately <laughs> any game that's got like any game that's got that aesthetic any show any movie i don't enjoy it um and i don't know what about that aesthetic really puts me off um and it's a very odd thing for me to realize that i don't like that aesthetic don't like copper. um <laughs> no a cab um and like yeah i don't know i just i just didn't I just, I just don't connect with that, with that style. Well, I'm glad I'm not alone in that, at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm in the same boat, but I've only ever installed and played one demo for 15 minutes. You know, I, I've never pulled the pin on a game and really tried to get into it. Just thought about it. so fucking inaccessible. They're so yeah. like the onboarding in that game is terrible. And when I heard my housemate say the phrase "awesome," I've like, I've, I've, I've finished the game and I've done the credits. I was like, okay, cool. Like, how is it? He goes, well, now I'm in the real game. Like I, I went like, I threw my hands up in the air going, what the fuck? Like, I hate that. <laughs> that sucks. Like, that's like, that's like get- destiny. Yes. Yes. But at least when Destiny's you finish a smaller game, right? That's campaign well, but, like, is. Yeah. But when you finish destiny's campaign, you can go, okay, cool. Like I've done a chunk because you have to do strikes and stuff on your way through that game. Like you do, the strikes and you know they introduce you to crucible and all that stuff at least in that game whereas monster hunter it's like you finish the credits and now like the game begins like, i hate that i absolutely hate that um there's a bit of controversy anybody- with rise as well where it was like they didn't have all of the end game in the game when it came out like they patched it in like a month yeah. or two after which is like what that game is for <laughs> yeah <laughs> And also, anybody that says Rise was the most accessible Monster Hunter is absolutely kidding themselves. <laughs> the learning curve as well yeah. in Monster games is, is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yep, yep. Crazy. Anyway, Curry, what's yours? I've got a few. One of them's Tony Hawk games. and I understand that. And the thing about it that gets me is, like, if you look at me and then you look at Tony Hawk... No one would it's say like looking it's weird. In a mirror. <laughs> no one would say that it's weird that I don't like these games, right? It's not that I hate them. It's not that I'm like. It's not like me with Five Nights at Freddy's, where I'm like, I'm, I hate that these exist. And to be fair, that's only a, it's only half a joke for Five Nights at Freddy's for myself, anyway. But like, it's more like I look at it and I see so many people in games media and people I know who just love those games, even though they don't skate. And just loved them when they came out and got the next ones and got the next ones and stopped playing when they got bad. And um, But talk about how fond, fondly they remember those times and the soundtrack and stuff like that. And I've just never connected with the gameplay, um, even a little bit. So, it, it, you know, it's presented to me so frequently as this game that sort of transcends the style and is like the gameplay is king, right? With how yeah. it's presented and how people talk about it. But it's just, I play it, I'm like, I don't, I don't see it, guys. I don't see it. Did you um did you play it as a kid at all? Uh only fleetingly, so I didn't own it. I didn't have a PS1. Yeah. Um so you know that that that's part of it, obviously. But because I, I probably like played an I hour or two when I was younger. 
Yeah, okay. I do feel like it is a, like partly nostalgia also. Mm. Like I, I, I was, I think, I, I think partly yes, but also I, I actually don't have any nostalgia for one and two, because um, mm. the ones I played were three and four, um, and then but all, but still going back to like playing that remake of one and two, like I still really loved it. Mm. Um, like I, I think the gameplay is actually just that solid for what that is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I do, I do wonder if if I didn't play. If I did, if I didn't play two and three way back then, if I would, if I would connect with it now, like I did when yeah. that remake came out, um, because I really, really like that remake. Yeah. Um, Are you gonna get it on Switch? No. You you, you kind of played it for like a week and you were done with it, hey? Uh, I played it while a lot of other things were coming out. Um, that would that would actually be one of the ones I'd like to go back to because I think I think there's a next gen version coming out. I want to say. I think it's out already. Is it already out? They've spoken about it recently. If it's not out, it's soon. Right. Yeah. Um, I might have a look at that to see if I get the free upgrade um, and throw it on the PS5. Um, but, like, actually, I, w- I was thinking about that game the other day because the Switch version is coming out. I was like, oh, I should actually go back and keep playing more of that. Um, but not on the Switch because I basically what I heard about the Switch version is that I- anytime you want to restart a level, it takes about eight seconds. Um, oh and that's that's too long. Um, for a game like that, for a game where the primary mode is two minutes long, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's part like, of that know, gets I, me. Is sorry, go on. You, 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 like I oh, know. I was just gonna say, like, and you want to perfect it, like you know, yeah. you make a mistake, you want to restart immediately. Yeah. Sorry, keep going. Yeah. I was just gonna say, like the the two minute time limit always put me off as well. Um, yeah, yeah. No, it just it 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 always strikes me as bizarre the amount of people who love those games. For just seemingly no reason in my head, you know, like, and, it's, and I know it's not no reason, um, but I, I, it's the kind of thing where it's like, I look at me, it makes sense, I don't like it. I look at them, I'm like, I see myself in you, but you like these games for, for themselves. I don't get it. What do you mean people have different tastes? Anyway, <laughs> um, a couple of other things like strategy games, like Age of Empires and Starcraft and stuff like that are a big part of my childhood gaming experiences because when I was four, five, six, my brother was 14, 15, 16, right? When Warcraft 3 was coming out, or Warcraft 2 even, and Starcraft 1 and all of the expansions. So that was the stuff that like Dan was playing. And so I would watch. Um, and I really liked playing the campaign of those games. And, I, and the storytelling in those early strategy games is actually really cool. It's really good. Um, Especially those Blizzard games. But, God, I suck at them. I suck at strategy games. I absolutely suck at them. And so when I play multiplayer and I get decimated because I don't know how to think that many things at once, and or if I just go to the single player, it's like, ah, oh, it's really slow and hand-holding, which is the only reason I can play it as a kid. I just, I can't get into it the way I wish I could. I, I can't feel about it as a grown-up person the way I used to when I was younger. And that's upsetting. I feel the same, like, that way about, like, civilization and stuff Mm. because I've never really been able to get into that despite trying to. But maybe I never played it as a kid, though. That game seems hard to play as a kid. Like, you know, how do you you teach a kid about, like, trade routes and and economies? (laughs) Yeah. 
yeah th- that game like and like i'm i'm super into Civ, but like it it, it, t- it took a while like it took a few goes for me to get into that um mm. and i was about i want to say i was like th- yeah 13 or 14 i think when i yeah. first started playing them um and it, like that was so like i remember like one day like i used to play against my friend a bunch and then one day I like sat down like, okay, I'm going to like fuck with every system in this game just to see what they all do. So then I can try and figure out the best way. And I remember like then realizing certain things going like, oh, wait, that's, oh, and then that works with that. And that, oh, I have not been playing this game right at all. <laughs> um, and that was from like literally like loading up a game going, I'm not going to win this, but I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, so, you know, you need to be in a sort of frame of mind to have that. So many times you pick up a game, you're not thinking, like, I can't wait to be to, to bash myself over the head with this until I get it. Like, <laughs> like I've already done that, like, with Bloodborne. <laughs> like, like I, it's not a frame of mind I am prone to being in. Yeah, you sit down and play a game where I don't have to think. Yeah, yeah, or where I where it's just a joy, where it is just, you know, unrestricted fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, the last one I've got here is also just the Far Cry games. Um, and that those are ones where I've I've played like two thirds of three and two thirds of four. Um, and like I get them, but it's the kind of one where I look at them now and I'm like, I don't understand why. Do you do you, yeah, do you want to get into them though? I feel like Far Cry is just like take it or leave it. It's the kind of thing where it's like I was into it and I sort of fell off it. And now it's like I don't under I don't understand. <laughs> Far Cry is just in this you, weird middle ground spot for me. You you, you kind of get mad whenever they announce a new one. Yeah, because they're always the same. <laughs> the, they've been the same game for ten years. Like in a way that Assassin's Creed wasn't even. You know, like they're just like. I would say actually in the exact same way Assassin's Creed was. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that just the gameplay doesn't speak to me in that same way. Because you know I could play Assassin's Creed two all the way through hundred percent right now. So maybe that's yeah, just... but that's the best one. Yeah, but I could also replay the first Assassin's Creed. Like that's what we're talking really? about. That's, that's how much I really enjoy those base mechanics of right, the free running okay. and the the assassinating and like I really enjoy that's those it. games. Right. Um, Far Cry just feels so generic. <laughs> the well, shooting's not the... that good, and the stealth is it's first person stealth, so it's really unsatisfying and like you're always constantly getting attacked by birds and i think so i've i've wanted to do this for many many years but i I haven't actually found the time to but we should go back and go back and play far cry 2 um yeah because that's the weird one that's the one where you got to take malaria pills and you got to fix your car and like it's it's like no fast travel and yeah, you start a forest fire and it literally goes for ages because the fire propagation in that game is really intense. Um, but, but that's apparently the, the interesting one. That being said, um, Jason Schreier recently said that in, internal in Ubisoft, Far Cry 6 is going to come out and it's going to be like more of what everyone expects of Far Cry 6. And then they're going to take a break for a while and they're going to re they're going to revamp that series similar to what they did with Assassin's Creed. You, we're not going to see it for a little while and then and then they're going to bring out a like the the future of far cry basically um future cry yeah about time um, honestly yeah i th- i think that does it that series like i don't i don't i don't love that series i don't i don't hate it it just kind of exists for me um yeah 
I think that series deserves a deserves a refresh because um, I think you you could do something cool with it if if uh, given the right time and the right decisions being made. What's the um? I own was it Far Cry Two Blood Dragon? Three. Uh, three Blood Dragon, but yeah. Three, yeah. I own that one. I haven't played that one yet, but I feel like that would be the only one that I would enjoy. I wonder now if it would be like actually funny though, because it was funny back then. But like you know, so was Borderlands. Yeah, true. So that's true. Oh, maybe that should have been my answer. Fuck Borderlands. Borderlands, yeah. Yeah. That's my answer too. Although I remember, I remember enjoying the first one when I was when I was young when that first came out. Yeah, me too. But like now, I just can't stand it. I, I still <laughs> go back to that time, what like twelve or eighteen months ago, Jeremy, where we installed it. We were like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll play some Borderlands too. And then we played for like three hours, and, you, and we were both just like, you want to do something else? <laughs> I think I think I think you were like, yeah, we'll play Borderlands, and I was like, okay. I think I just had it installed, and you were like, okay. yeah, I want to play this, and I was like, okay. Because I, I, don't, I don't like those games. There you go. There you have it. Oh, I've got actually my my true answer. Sorry, this is actually my answer. Um, more than more so than Monster Hunter. Um, it's the Telltale style games. Oh, um, yeah. I've, Why don't I, you like them? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I like the writing for the most part in in all the ones I've played, which I've played a few of them. I've played The Walking Dead. I've played Life is Strange one and two. Um, and I've played the Batman one a little bit, and I played the Borderlands one as well. Um, I don't know what it is about it that I don't enjoy. I think it's the way the story is told to me. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good story told in a way that I don't connect with and don't like. Um, it, it's it's quite slow, and it's quite it's kind of dry at, at, at points. You have to sort of like you know like the structure of the game is you'll have the story bit and then you'll have the bit where you get to walk around and talk to people and make and you know make decisions based on conversations and stuff and i think i hate that part i think (laughs) i i i I think when i when i'm sort of meandering around going i wonder what this person has to say and they're talking to me and i'm like sort of just like my eyes are glazing over while they're talking at me i'm like time to make a decision and i'm like that one and i like i try and in in most games I play where you make decisions, I try and either play the character, I either play myself, or I play someone that I decide to play as. Like I would, I tend to do like some form of role play while I'm playing a game that has decisions. Um, and in this, I don't, and I just click, and then I click, and I'm like, you know, Jonathan will remember that. I'm like, okay. Um, and then I will keep going through the story and like, who do you want to save? Do you want to save like the nice person who gave you a piece of bread or do you want to <laughs> save the racist? And I'm like, well, I'm not going to save the racist, am I? So I'm going <laughs> to save the nice person who gave me bread. And then, oh, she died anyway. And now, now Frank over there is mad at you because you didn't save the person that you tried to save. And I'm like, well, I actually didn't get a choice whether I got to save that person or not. So now that you're mad at me, I don't care about you at all. So guess what? You're dead next when I get that decision. Made. And like, oh and I sit there going God. like, right. And I feel like I'm sitting here going like, I think I'm actually playing this wrong. And then I'll stop playing. And, and I, I don't know what it is about that, but I can't, I can't be in those games. 
Um, ironically, the Borderlands one is the one I enjoyed the most. <laughs> that one, I actually quite enjoyed the world I was in um, and some of the writing, um, which is shocking. That's pretty, but, that, uh, that game's pretty well regarded as being one of the best Telltale games. Yeah, and that one, one of the and best I think the Borderlands um, too. Yeah, Wolf Among Us. No, I, I didn't play oh, that one. I loved Wolf Among Us. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and and I'm not <laughs> because I don't like any of them. It's so strange. And I tried. Something, something I really about, tried because like they're giving you the character right, so you can't. So that is the character. But then something about the. I wonder if it. It's interesting. Is, is it something about the design where like the because the thing with the Telltale games is it's not like Mass Effect's like premise, right? Where it's the the choices are so wide and branching over such a long period of time that the endings are so varied, even though they weren't. Um, yeah. But with Telltale, it's kind of like a really wide possibility space that you kind of like weave in and out of in the middle. Um, but you ultimately end up in the same spot. Yeah. And I think that's maybe where, you know, I mean, like, you know, now now that I recently found out that the, that no one actually remembers anything in that game, and that the and the the X Y Z will remember that is actually a is actually a really good lie, yeah, um, because the games don't actually remember any of your choices. Um, well, they do. It's just some of those smaller conversational ones. Don't. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, in terms of like, they don't um, they don't actually affect like the the game like like the the decisions you make on the fly are the ones that actually affect you uh, what happens in that game um but i think maybe it might also be because i know fundamentally i'm gonna end up in the same spot that almost everyone else with is going to just with a different cast um i i feel like i i don't know i like in my mind i was like i wish there was just like the I wish there was yeah, like make the choice for me and show me like the most interesting version of that story, um, and then just let me play through it, which I know is the, exactly the opposite point of it. Because at that point, it, that's just the visual novel. But I, like, I feel like I just want the visual novel part of that game, which is why I always enjoyed watching someone else play those games way more than I ever enjoyed playing them. Interesting. Like it's almost like the the way the choices happen, the way the choices are designed sort of invalidates the story for you or something like that. Like. Because for me, it's like, Kinda. it doesn't matter what I choose. Like, I'll choose whatever my gut goes with. And that's easy because I'm, I just always go good person path, whatever I can, because I'm boring. But like that, you know, that's just the way I experienced that game. And the story they tell me is just that one I experienced. I don't care whether like I would have gotten something different if I chose something different or if 99% of other people also saw that, you know, I mean, 100% of the people who finished Spider-Man saw the same story I did. Mm. I don't care whether like, I don't care what other people saw. No, sure. No, not, neither do I. I just want like, I just want like the good version of that story. Um, and I feel like, like I felt like when I was brought into it, um, me being able to decide what that story was didn't didn't make me enjoy it anymore. Um, and I don't quite really know why it enjoy, made me enjoy it less. I I honestly don't like. I I've I've been thinking about this for a good long while. Um, you know, I don't know why I couldn't get into it. I really don't. Um, it's been an ongoing thing because a lot of my friends were super into those games. You know, it was just like, hey, guess what? The new episode of the, of the Telltale game came out. Let's all go around to, you know, XYZ's house and let's all sit around the TV and play it. Um, and I'm sitting there going like, okay, I'm going to play Isaac on my laptop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the, the true 2010s experience. Yeah. Goodness play me. I play Isaac on the school laptop. Yep, that's that's the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the four games I could run. Fucking school laptops, huh? 
have I told you that I was the last, uh, like, the last year in my school that didn't have school laptops? So every year below <laughs> yeah. me when I got to my final year had them. No one had laptops when I left. We, I was the last year that did have laptops, and then everyone after me had iPads. <laughs> yeah. And I was sitting there going, like, you can't play Isaac on a lap- on an iPad. That's not yeah. Hilarious. And the teachers are going, they're yeah, saying, yeah. it's great. They can't play Isaac on iPads. Yeah. <laughs> we used to Skype from class to class because they all had worm games too. <laughs> <laughs> we, we found, so, you know, the school network had, like, the intranet, right? Yeah. And we, our intranet thing, we found had a, me- <laughs> a messaging service. <laughs> so, so all of the computers were connected and you could message individual users because it told you who was logged on like within your room within your room's network and if you yeah. if enough people spammed the one computer it crashed it <laughs> <laughs> anyway that That's got disabled really pretty quickly but that was funny <laughs> uh anyway um what's the question for the next week video games huh um it is what game do you like to play while multitasking? So, like, while watching a movie or while editing a podcast or while I don't know, doing anything else on your other screen? Listening to the Minimapcast from minimap.com.au. <laughs> or editing the Minimapcast. <laughs> uh, I've got so many answers for that. I can answer that question with my... I was going to say my eyes closed. Then I was like, well, of course you can. And then, so then in my head, I was going to say with my brain closed. And then I'm like, don't say that. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know what I should have said. So I just spoke about it instead. Um, we don't have much to talk about on the back end of the show here. I, I, we went for a surprising amount of time with that question, which I'm surprised about. Um, but there was something that did happen, uh, which Jeremy has already spoken about on uh, Operation PlayStation uh, this week on uh, Dash Gamer, but uh, I do want to talk about it because it's just, it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Um, like, not that much, but a little bit. So I'll just bring up a couple of resources here. What? <laughs> Wait, what? what what I do? <laughs> go, going back through the Discord that we're all in. Um, I and back through it. No, like, I, I'm, I'm not, but, like, you can see Kerry's mind being blown in real time and me going, why why were you so surprised by this? And then Kerry go, I don't actually really know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then I think Kerry said something along the lines of, I think because I was working off wrong information and that's why my mind was blown. <laughs> yeah, that was part of it. So uh, a couple of nights ago... Uh, PlayStation announced that they were acquiring Housemark. They've bought the studio, the studio that made most recently Returnal, which was spoken about a fair bit on the show recently. Um, they also made a bunch of arcade-style games in the PS4 era and before that, I think, um, before famously declaring that uh, arcade was dead and going on to make Returnal after that. Um, they also made Resogun, which was a PS4 launch game. Um, so it's interesting. I don't know much of their uh, catalog from before the before Resogun. So I kind of just know them as having these really strong launch games for the PlayStation exclusively. Um, and those doing really well and sort of doing okay in the meantime. Like they've got Super Stardust and um, Dead Nation and stuff like that. So a bunch of a, a bunch of games that people like, but they they kind of definitely sat in that indie space. Um, sort of like a triple I you know, indie studio kind of a deal. <laughs> I know, I know, but what else am I meant to... Triple you know? I. Ugh, <laughs> shudder. 
they're like they're like indie but they're bigger than indie but they're not you know like the they're like but they're not doing like double a games you know yeah they're they're like medium to small size games i feel like i feel like triple i would be the witcher what no what That's they, an they, they had hundreds of people working on that game yeah but they're independent yeah but they're they're triple a before they're independent triple a yeah they don't have a publisher. They self-publish. Yes, but the game is of a quality where, like, it's triple A. Like, A does not mean publisher, publisher, publisher. Like, that's that's what I assume it means because indie games aren't triple A because they're indie. That's the point. Triple A means it's, it's published by a big company. For me, triple A means like has hundreds of people working on it, cost millions and millions of dollars, took years and years. Like big scale, right? Yeah, yeah, scale. Right. Usually yeah. that means it's got a publisher, but for me, it doesn't necessarily mean it has to. Right. Yeah. To me, it always Which meant like, like it was like a triple A AAA means published by like a big studio. Yeah, no, I understand. But like you're, you're putting Witcher 3 in the same camp as Limbo. Like that doesn't yeah. make sense. <laughs> They're indie games. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> hey, no, AAA, no, sorry, sorry, triple A are video games produced or developed by a major publisher. I think we can so, say that so CD Projekt Red is a major publisher. Anyway. Anyway, Housemark kind of exists in that sort of weird middle ground, right? Um, so it's interesting that with, their, with yeah. their success on PS5, you know, with their definitive success on PS5 with Returnal, um, that PlayStation made the move to acquire them. It sort of makes you wonder whether it was part of the thing. It was like, hey... Uh, you know, we've seen your last few projects that haven't quite gone the way you wanted. We're happy to fund you to do this. Maybe if it goes well, we can talk about acquisition, something, something like, or we'll only fund you. We'll only fund you if you make it for us exclusively. And like, if it goes well, then we can talk about acquisition. I don't know. Like, you, you gotta wonder what the what the what the steps, the order of operation was between them securing return or making it and then getting acquired. Like, I wonder why it happened in that order as as quickly as it did. Um, I, overall, I think it's a really good thing for that studio um, because it means they don't have to worry about those those arcade games that didn't quite do as well. Hopefully, they don't get absorbed into doing you know Naughty Dog stuff like some of those reports we were seeing last year about um, uh, Japan Studio and stuff like that and um, Sony Bend. Uh, but. So, so something else that happened after this, though. So they announced that, and then and it was on the PlayStation blog, and they announced it on Twitter. And then the PlayStation Japan Twitter posted... So the say, there's like this one image, right, that says PlayStation Studios, Housemark, Housemark Games, whatever it is. Housemark, just Housemark. Welcome to the family. And it's got all of the... All of the it's got Ratchet and Clank in the background. It goes to Tsushima, God of War, Last of Us, Horizon, Days Gone... Like, all of their exclusives behind them, right? And then PlayStation Japan says, like, oh, welcome to the family, Housemark, in the body of their tweet. But then posts an image that says PlayStation Studios, Bluepoint Games, welcome to the family. Showing the same image, but with an extra image in there, including Returnal, plus Demon Souls, because Bluepoint <laughs> made the Demon Souls remake. Yeah, so then it's, it's like... It's really funny. It's like... <laughs> Like, I can see why they made that mistake, because the images are so, so similar. It's just one extra little sliver of game behind them. 
you gotta keep them in different folders. You, you gotta, gotta do keep better. Them. Like, you, you, like <laughs> I see why it happened, but also like, holy hell, that's a huge slip up. Like, maybe someone that's got so fired funny. for that. Yeah, I I could see someone get reprimanded for that in a major way. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it it's not, it's like this is like when this this honestly reminds me of when Sony bought Insomniac. Right. Like I I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It makes like, sense. Yeah, you've worked together for ages, and you don't really work with anyone else. Yeah, and like um, you see that with Housemark. Like again, their most successful games of the last two generations were PlayStation launch games. Yeah, like they put out some other games, but like in the past, uh, you know, yeah, like since 2012, they've put out two games that are not on, well, like that are that are also on non-PlayStation systems. You know, Next Machina came out on PC and the Angry Birds trilogy came out on 360. Oh my right? God. Like, <laughs> like apart from that, they've been working on basically PlayStation games. Um, yeah. So they honestly, up until about two months ago, I didn't know that they weren't owned by playstation and um, now they are yeah now they are um so life goes on um and you know blue point as well up until like last year i I didn't know that they also weren't owned by playstation um, yeah which sort of leads us into like like what why my mind was so blown right with this <laughs> announcement i mean it like part of it is because it's a big slip up and that's news right it's news that 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 they have that image sitting there because we were saying yeah. you know this isn't like a, a tabloid with an obituary they know that people die they know that, they, like everyone's got an obituary sitting waiting for the queen to die. Not that they're waiting, not that they're wishing for it to happen, or maybe they are. Whatever, that doesn't matter. But like, like it's just going to happen. It's an inevitability of life. But it yes. is not an inevitability that PlayStation would acquire Blue Point Games. They've made that for a reason. I, I mean, I think it was inevitable. But also, yeah, no, like that. Th- they have made this so that they can admit, so that they can make an announcement. Yeah. Um. That announcement being that they're going to be working on the Metal Gear Solid remake. Ah, oh, you just don't um, know that that's going to happen. Pretty sure it's going to happen. Why though? That's, okay, so um, Jeremy and I argued about this on Discord as well. Jeremy's convinced that Blue Point are working on Konami properties, and yes. I'm sitting here going, I don't think. Where did you Where did you get that from? Okay, so they put out a tweet. Fuck it. Um, a little while ago. Sorry, shouldn't have asked. <laughs> They put, they, they put it out to me a little while ago. Um, this was before they announced they were working on Demon's Souls. Yeah, it's like the um, last year. Uh, that was it was pretty late. It was like November. Um, and they no, were like, Demon's Souls came out in November. Oh, sorry. No, you're right. Sorry, this was November 2019. Oh wow, which is when they put out. So this was nearly tweet. two yeah, years this, ago. Yeah this this was this was after they after they put out Shadow of the Colossus a couple of years uh, um uh prior to this and then. Everyone's like, you know, what are they working on? What are they working on? And like Demon's Souls had been rumored for a while that they were going to be working on that. But they hadn't announced yet. And what they what they said was, so calmly this spooky night, because it was November 1st, but it was October 31st over there. So calm this spooky night, a symphony of rumors, not one, but two return from shadow, a resistance to dark home as black monsters escape twisted hills to wander land and siphon souls, filter your candy collections, soft from solid and be eco-friendly, have a metal Halloween. Um, so in that tweet, they they say the words symphony, which is symphony of the night, Castlevania, like mm-hmm. the most the most popular Castlevania game. 
Twisted Hills. They say the they say the, the the that that word hills in a tweet, which means you were suddenly working on a Silent Hills game. I mean, if we're um, looking at all of the game properties, it could also be Twisted Metal in there as well by saying Twisted. Yeah, but no one's gonna make another Twisted Metal. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, there's a they they reference a lot of properties in there, and not all of them are Konami. It's important to mention all of them in there. Soft from Solid. Solid. Metal Gear Solid Rising Revengeance. That's what they're going to be remaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and they say Metal as well. Metal Gear. They um, also say Siphon. Filter. They don't say... Uh, yeah, okay. Like they, uh, I don't think they're going to be... Hey, they make a Siphon I'm filter game. That would be really cool. You, you keep using this tweet as like definitive proof that they're doing Konami things. But there's like just as... There's more properties in there that aren't made by Konami vaguely referenced to in this one tweet I, that, that is just as definitive as be... proof as what you're trying to tell me is the reason why they're making Metal Gear. I don't think they would tease properties that they wouldn't have access to if they didn't have access to they them. They referenced 10 properties in that tweet, Jeremy. They're either Sony properties or Konami properties. They obviously have access to Sony properties. It does not mean they're making Metal Gear. It means it could be Metal Gear or it could be Siphon Filter or it could be... What what does it start with as well? Uh, it, like I said, they're talking about candy. Symphony it could be a Viva Pinata game. No, they say candy because it's Halloween. Anyway, so so that they're, they're making they're making Metal Gear Solid. I absolutely um, do not think they're making Metal Gear Solid, but that's fine. This I, reminds me of this reminds me of last Fortnite's podcast, the last week's podcast. Where what's the game called? Which the one? Si- the Silent Hill game. Oh, oh abandoned. abandoned. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, th- there's been an update on that. Um, sort of, uh, which which is that um, Bloober Team have officially partnered with Konami, Bloober um, and Team Bloober Team made. for all, yep. the the medium, um, that, the, and like the, layers this, of this fear, fo- Blair Witch, which which follows the 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 rumor that that they were working on um, Silent Hill, um, and the, the Konami have been outsourcing Silent Hill um, to a company for a reveal sometime this um, this season. Um, now that they've officially announced their partnership, it's pretty obvious that's going to be coming pretty soon, um, probably. Um, they only just came out with the medium. It could be a little while. Yeah, like, I mean, like, as, like the, they'll announce it um, because uh, as far as I can tell, it's 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 more than one team working on Silent Hill. Um, it's not just Bloober Team. Um, it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a few different companies all going. Um, yeah, that's... Uh, it's, it's happening. Getting another Silent Hill. Dude, do you have any affection for the Silent Hill franchise? Um, you would love one. I know I would. I haven't played them because I I don't have access to them. Yeah, they um, are pretty. Yeah, yeah, they are annoying. And to play. I know I would really enjoy them. Um, and I do want to. So if they do remake one or whatever, I'll be. I'll definitely play it. Hmm. So yeah, I think it's interesting. Like. The blue point acquisition hasn't happened. It 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 isn't real yet, but it's probably going to if they've got this image sitting there. It's probably close too. Um, I, I I think it's actually already happened, but like they just haven't announced it. Right. You can't make the graphic and not like that's just like crazy. Yeah, right. You can't you can't you can't make it before you actually acquire it. Like you don't do it like just in case. Like that's not something no. you do just in case. So you do that when no. something starts happening when when people are in. That's talks. just like. 
you're you're an asshole if you do like you, you can't <laughs> like like you can't have that much confidence totally and like if it's like a developer is just like oh i made this one oh i just did this in case we made blue like if you're you're the artist making the graphic right and they're just like <laughs> oh i just made this in case we make blue like yeah. in case we get blue point that's just like you'd get slammed as like wasting company time and yeah. overstepping your boundaries and yeah. like, <laughs> so someone's asked someone to do this yeah from higher up um, so it's happening yeah, because like you know, like and and this stuff always happens, and you know we hear about it. Excuse me, way later, because um, of timings and stuff. You know, this will, there's a good chance this might be announced whenever Sony do their state of play. I guess possibly this month at this point now. Yeah, um, and you know, because like it reminds me of a couple of years ago, back when Xbox announced, you know, that they were acquiring half of the gaming industry, mm. um, and they. You know, like it's not like that they they had finalized all those deals on that day. They had probably finalized them like maybe a year in advance, or like just after a year in advance, so that they could announce them all on this one day. So like yeah. this this is definitely like this post wasn't meant to happen, but this will be part of a broader marketing thing of Sony snatching up some studios. And considering that they've got this sort of that you know they've got these two images that are part of their, their very similar thing you know the playstation studios the actual studio name and then welcome to the family with all of the slanted images of the studios behind them you have to wonder if there's more coming after this as well sort of having that codified standard of image makes me wonder yeah. if they're getting ready to do a, a bit more to sort of i don't know shore up a bit more of you know <laughs> of the industry compared to xbox um just quickly uh so, so PlayStation Studios acquiring Bluepoint, if it happens. Uh, Jeremy, I don't want you to give me a Konami property. Everyone tell me what your uh, ideal PlayStation game full Bluepoint remake would be. If Ape, Escape. Ape Escape. Ape <laughs> <laughs> Escape. Hang on, let me Google. Ape Escape. I watched, I watched your housemate play the Ape Escape 3 like a couple of months ago and i'm looking at this game I'm like what the fuck is happening <laughs> what is going on here it's so weird Ape escape. Um, <laughs> i'm looking for like a full list hang on i'm actually not too sure what i would what, what what i would really want um it's tricky right because i think like oh what did i really enjoy from like ps2 when i started on playstation ratchet and clank we just got the best Ratchet and Clank we could have. We don't need. And a... we also got a remake three years ago. <laughs> that was a reboot. Yeah, but it was a remake of the first one. Yeah, but it, it was, was a like... one for one. But it was a, it was a remake. Yeah, no, no, no. I, yeah. I that that game is fine, but I I discounted in many regards. Um. And then I like other games have just aged a lot. Like the first Jack game, like. I mean, I never really enjoyed the first Jack game anyway, but... First Jack game's the best one. It's the only good one in that entire franchise. I never really liked it. Ugh. When he gets guns and he gets edgy and starts talking, ugh, it's garbage. I, yeah, story-wise, it's shit, but gameplay's fun. Uh, What if... No, but, like, the thing... Yeah, the thing is, like, all the classic PS1 games, Crash Bandicoot, Sly Cooper, Final Fantasy VII, Resident Evil, um, you know... Yeah, Spyro, they've all been remade. Tony Hawk, like, yeah. I guess, like, yeah, Tony Hawk, another another good one. Um, you know, like, at, at that point, you're left with things like Parasite Eve, Legend of Dragoon, Xenogears. Jesus. <laughs> Bushido Blade. 
uh, you know, even even Tomb Raider that, that they've brought forward, Legend of Mana they've recently brought forward. What about Diablo, a remastered Killzone or Resistance trilogy? Some of those PS3 <sighs> games that, like, people no say way. they like, but, like, not that many people nah. got to. Um, if they did a remake of, like, Tomb Raider Underworld or something, I think that'd be mm. cool. But Square Enix has that, is the thing. Yeah, that's yeah. True. Because, yeah, and, like, I'm looking at PS2 games. It's, like, God of War, Metal Gears, Shadow of the Colossus they've already done, Grand Theft Autos they won't do, no, Akami they've already brought forward, Kingdom Hearts has already been brought forward, Persona has been is being brought forward, kind of. Burnout, like, you know, Katamari. Imagine Bluepoint making a Katamari game. All the assets are super, high, co- super, super, <laughs> like, high detailed, and yet, like, you're still, like, collecting you up in a ball. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there's I, no more games left. Yeah, they've they've done them all. They've run out of games. I can't wait to see the Blue Point remake of Parappa the Rapper coming to you in 2024 <laughs> uh, with none of the same me. songs because they can't secure the licenses. No, no, they own they own all those games, all those all those songs. Oh, yeah, they're all original, weren't they? Yeah, and uh, just and a bit of background got... noise on my end, just by the way, if you can hear that. What's the what's who's the voice actor for Parappa? I don't um, know. No, he's got a great name. Um, Rapapa the Papa. Rapapa the rapper, voice actor. Uh, Dread Fox. Dread Fox. Yeah. <laughs> uncle, uncle to James Fox. James, James McLeod. Wait, I, I messed that up. Oh my god! Look at this. Look at this line from from uh, from the voice actors page on on the Prepper the Wacker Prepper the Prepper the Rapper <laughs> wiki. <laughs> Oh god! I'm betting this um, person says whack. Luca Dread Fox Outdoorsman, credited as John Simpson the Third in Parappa the Rapper Two, is the voice of Parappa the Rapper. Uh, uh, Lucan L U K A N Outdoorsman A U T D A W Z M A N. Oh my god! Outdoorsman. Outdoorsman. But it, yeah, he he goes by Dread Fox, which is a fucking sick name. Just finally, there's one thing I don't want to see from Bluepoint or, or any Ever. PlayStation studio. Yeah, which we both know what's happening. The Last of Us remake. Which, which, is, which is in development. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want Bluepoint's time and energy to be spent doing that. We don't need that. That game is fine as it is. It's good. It's still a classic as it is on PS4 with a PS5 update. It's totally fine. <laughs> Leave it be. Yeah. But, you know, we, we, we both know that they are working on that. Yep. Because um, apparently Sony only make one type of game now. <laughs> Returnal. Anyway, so yeah. that was uh, that was the minimap cast. Um, thanks real so much quick for as well. Oh, real okay. quick before we go. Um uh there was there was a death today um which i think we need to point out um that death was indeed donald rumsfeld um i think we can all say now that the world is much better knowing that that piece of shit is now burning in hell um war criminal and torture defender donald rumsfeld is now dead the world is better 
no matter your politics, it's disrespectful to joke about someone's death. Don't say Donald Rumsfeld died from a grand piano falling on his head and his mouth turned into a piano keys and then a big hammer fell on his dick and a honk like a bike horn. Don't say stuff like that is the best tweet I've read all day. I don't know who the but yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe don't even bother telling us. They sound awful, but like... <laughs> he was part of the Bush administration and is almost single-handedly responsible for half of the deaths in the Middle East. Okay. Okay. Well, see you later. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Minimapcast. Thank you so much for listening. Featuring like- Donald Rumsfeld <laughs> from the grave. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, thank you Rummy's so much back, for listening. Rummy's back, baby. You can find this uh, podcast and all of its previous episodes on your podcast service of choice and minimap.com.au along with our other podcasts. Uh, if you could leave a rating on this podcast, if you if you want to help us out, uh, that would go a long way. Uh, if you're feeling particularly generous or if you've got some spare time and you want to do something, uh, you can rate this podcast on a different podcast service that you don't use just to, you know, say that you think it's neat and then people might see it and they might start listening as well. We'd really appreciate that. Um, you can find, uh, all of our releases and, uh, find out when our podcasts go live on Twitter. Uh, that's on the Minimap account. So that's at MinimapAU. Uh, we're also all individually there. Uh, I'm at KJ Palmer underscore 24. Uh, June? Uh, June is J-U-N underscore E-S-S. Uh, Jeremy? Uh, at ob one Uh, you can also catch Jeremy on, uh, dashgamer.com, uh, on Operation PlayStation, co-hosting alongside Dash, talking about PlayStation every couple of weeks. Uh, what did you talk about this last week, Jeremy? Mostly Abandoned, you said? Yeah, we spoke about spoke a bit about Abandoned, spoke a bit about the acquisitions, um, as well as, like, there were some other, like, random little news bits here and there. It was, it, was a, it was a pretty light week until we finished recording and then had to record more because PlayStation announced their acquisitions. Um <laughs> Yeah, like it was, it, it was it, it's, it's a good episode because we got to have fun because we, we weren't required to talk about a lot of the stuff that hadn't really happened. So it was um, it was a good episode. And you can also see me on camera there if you want to see my gorgeous face. With his new <laughs> camera setup. Yeah. Uh, we also have a Patreon at, pa- uh, at Patreon. W- at, at patreon.com slash minimapau. Uh, if you want to support us monetarily, that, that option is there for you. We would appreciate it. Um. Until next week, uh, good luck in the games that you play. (laughs) God, I really just set myself up for failure every time. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. Good luck in the games.